podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor Podcast. My name is Scott and in this episode we're going to be looking at the top players to target in Game Week 31 on Sun Dream Team. I'll then just be following up with a quick team update to show you how my best sites are getting on. So we're going to start in the same place as we start every week with the fixture ticker from ffstuff.co.uk. And the first thing I really noticed is there's a few teams that have four fixtures left and the rest are on three games or two games if you're Chelsea. Um, so the teams with four fixtures, they're going to have back-to-back -back double game weeks. And those teams are City, Liverpool, United, Brighton, West Ham and Fulham. Although I doubt we'll be putting too many Fulham players in our team. Um, but that's one thing to note. So if you are bringing in players, you're probably going to want to go for those teams that have got the most fixtures still. Um, and they're pretty good teams, to be fair, the ones that you would normally look, be looking to target. You've got City, Liverpool, United, Brighton and West Ham there. Um, I'm recording this while there's still some Europa League and Europa League conference games going on um, with United and West Ham. City are already, already through after beating Real Madrid. Um, and one thing to note on City, so they're pretty much going to double the whole way until the end of the season at the minute. If you look at the plan all the way through till May, you can do that on the website. Um, and if United and West Ham get through, they'll be in the same boat. They'll have double game weeks pretty much the whole way through till the end of May as well. Um, at the moment, though, it's not looking good for Man United. I think they're 2-0 down at the time of recording and West Ham were 2-1 up. So we'll have to wait and see how that one goes. For this game week, game week 31, all of the teams will double apart from Chelsea, who just have the one fixture. And there's a few teams that are playing FA Cup games this weekend as well. That's one other thing to note because there could be some rotation there. So I've narrowed this list of teams down um, to a few that I think would be the better ones to target. So I've narrowed that now to Manchester City, Liverpool, Man United, Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham, Brighton, Aston Villa, Newcastle and Brentford. Although I've started to change my mind on Brentford a little bit. So just some quick thoughts on how these fixtures look for each team. Manchester City have the four fixtures. They play Sheffield United in the FA Cup this weekend. And then they have that crucial game against Arsenal in midweek. Um, that's at the Etihad. So that's going to be a massive game. And I expect there'll probably be quite a lot of rotation for the Sheffield United game ahead of the Arsenal fixture. Um, then for the second game week, they have uh, Fulham away and West Ham at home. So overall, I think that's pretty good for City. Uh, rotation will be a bit of a problem for people with City players in their dream team. Arsenal is going to be a tough game. City are probably going to be favourites for that one. And then Fulham, West Ham, they both look like good fixtures to me. Liverpool, they're quite interesting at the minute. They're looking a little bit better than they was. Three of their games are home games out of the four they have remaining this game uh, this month. They have Forest at home, West Ham away, Tottenham at home and Fulham at home. So three out of the four games are home games. And they have one of the better um, home records in the Premier League at the minute. I think they were third for home records. So yeah, they're looking really good at home. So I will be looking at a few players from Liverpool. Uh, Man United, obviously they're not doing too well at the minute against Sevilla. That could still change. But they do look like they have quite a tough run. So they have Brighton um, in the FA Cup. They have Spurs away, Aston Villa away, uh, Aston Villa at home, sorry, and then Brighton away. So Brighton twice and Brighton are looking really good. Um, Spurs is always still a pretty tough fixture. And then Aston Villa have got Ollie Watkins at the minute, who is absolutely on fire. And since Unai Emery come in, Aston Villa have been really, really good. So I don't think these fixtures look that great for Manchester United at the minute. Tottenham Hotspur, so they have three fixtures. They've got Newcastle away, Man United at home, and then Liverpool away. So three really tough games there. 
Um, Newcastle away is always a tough game. Man United can hurt them, and even Liverpool are looking fairly good at the minute. So I think still it's only going to be Harry Kane that we might be looking at. And then Arsenal, so Southampton at home, Man City away, and Chelsea at home. So that Southampton fixture does look good, um, but obviously off the back of two quite disappointing results for Arsenal, um, Man City is going to be a crucial one. And then Chelsea, just have a feeling they're going to try and turn it on for that game, but they haven't looked good recently. Um, but this is just showing the April fixtures. But in May, it does get really, really tough for Arsenal again. So we'll have a little bit of a look at that as well. Um, West Ham, they've got four games. And th this is where I mentioned they alternate between being fairly good games and then really difficult. They have Bournemouth away, Liverpool at home, Crystal Palace away, and then City away. So Liverpool and City look really tough. Bournemouth and Crystal Palace do look better on paper, but both are away. And then Bournemouth are on pretty good run at the minute. And Roy Hodgson's absolutely transformed uh, Crystal Palace recently. So again, four fairly tough games. Brighton, they do look like they can do have a result against anyone. Man United at home. Uh, sorry, Man United in the FA Cup. Forest away. Wolves at home. And then Man United at home. So again, it's a mixed bag for Brighton, but they are looking really good. They're one of the better teams in the Premier League at the minute. So... We will still be looking at a few players from there. Villa, I think it is only Watkins that we will look at, but it's Brentford away, Fulham at home, and then Man United away. Newcastle, Tottenham at home, Everton away, and Southampton at home. And then Brentford, yeah, it's pretty. I was going to mention these just for Ivan Tony, but I've kind of put myself off a little bit. But they face Aston Villa at home, Chelsea away, and then Forest at home. So we're going to start with Manchester City. Um, and it's been a pretty good game week for them, to be honest. So they had a really good result against Leicester. Um, and then they got the job done against Bayern Munich away as well. 1-1. And it was a pretty good performance, to be honest. So they're through to the next round and going to face Real Madrid in the Champions League. Um, a few things are noted from their two fixtures. <clears throat> so Aki and Akanji were rested for the Leicester game. Um, Laporte and Walker came in. And now Aki is injured. He got an injury, hamstring injury against Bayern Munich. Looks like Laporte probably is going to be the most likely replacement in that scenario. Unless they maybe go back to having like Bernardo as that sort of left back that joins into the midfield. But probably Laporte is the one that makes the most sense, I think. Um, John Stones, he's been really good. So he scored a really lovely volley against um, Leicester. And then he assisted in the game before that as well. So... Yeah, John Stones has looked really good. I brought him into both of my top teams and he's been really impressive so far. Um, really disappointed though. They got the clean sheet wiped out in both of these games. The Leicester game was really disappointing um, and they did look a bit shaky in that second half, but they made five changes. So it was definitely something to do with that. And then the Bayern Munich one was re really, really disappointing to me because well, I think both penalties were pretty poor in that one, both for handball decisions, but that Akanji handball didn't really look like it could have done anything about it. It didn't really look like Mane was going anywhere either. So, yeah, to lose the clean sheet late against Bayern from the penalty spot was really disappointing when you have as many City defenders as me, but it's how the game goes. Um, Haaland was just being Haaland, really. Oh, actually, to be fair, Haaland was being Haaland against Leicester. He got two goals. He got a goal against Munich, but he did sky a penalty, so he might just be human. Um... Mares is another person I've noted down. He's been a disappointing hold if you've got him. Um, so he did play the Leicester game after being dropped for that Bayern game uh, previously, but didn't really do anything. And then he got no minutes against Bayern. So 
would be someone that I'd look to probably move out if he wasn't playing against Sheffield United in the FA Cup. If he does start that Sheffield United um, game, I would be quite confident that he can potentially get a haul in that one. But anything after that, I probably will start to lose patience with him. Kevin De Bruyne, back-to-back uh, -back assists for him. Um, so he got assists in that Leicester game and the Munich game for Haaland's goal. Um, and actually, he's got two goals, seven assists in his last seven games, which is ridiculous. Um, 6.5 points per game in that run as well. So Kevin De Bruyne is a really, really good hold at the minute. Um, I'm not losing faith with the City defence quite yet, as frustrating as it has been. Um, I do think they've got some good games here. Maybe if there's rotation, some of my City players might sneak a clean sheet against Sheffield United. I do think, well, I hope that um, they concede against Arsenal, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, we're not sure how that game could turn out. I think it will be quite close. But then Fulham away and West Ham at home both look like fixtures to me that they could keep clean sheets in, as long as they don't let in any late goals. But I'm, I'm still happy to stick with them for the time being. Um, one other thing I noted with uh, Manchester City this week is that Foden was on the bench for the Bayern Munich game. And so maybe he comes in for that Sheffield United game as a bit of a warm-up game to get him some minutes. Um, so I expect big rotation for that game. Um, I think Foden, Alvarez and Mares could potentially be the front three for that one. So if you do have a ton of transfers, maybe you could take a punt. But with the amount of injuries there's been this month, I imagine that most people are not doing too well for transfers at the minute. Um, for Arsenal, I do think we'll see a similar lineup to last time. Um, probably Ake maybe out for Laporte. Um, and Walker could maybe leave the team for John Stones. I've put the last lineup in the bottom right-hand corner here if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I do expect them to go full strength for that one and rotation for Sheffield United. Um, players to target, Kevin De Bruyne. I think he probably is in most teams. He's in all of my teams. Um, and he's just been incredible. I'm almost ready to concede that Jack Grealish is looking like a better hold than Mares. Um, I chose Mares. I went in the Mares route in my best team. He has been disappointing, but I'll give him the Sheffield United game. Obviously, he's going to have to be in for the Arsenal game if I keep him for Sheffield United. Um, but after that, if he doesn't deliver this game week, I think I'll be looking to throw him in the bin, to be honest with you. Um, Foden, he could be someone that gets added to the watch list, um, especially as Mares has been uh, pretty poor. We could start to see Foden come in on that right-hand side. I can't imagine he's going to be stealing that many minutes off Grealish while Grealish does look this good. Um, and also, potentially, if Bernardo Silva does start getting used um, as that sort of Ake left-back role, uh, or that left-back that joins midfield, maybe that opens up some space for either Maris to get more minutes, or for Foden to play more on that right-hand side. So that could be another thing to watch out for. But the main people I'm looking to target would be Kevin De Bruyne. Haaland is just Haaland, so you have to have him. And I'd say Grealish is looking the best at the minute. I don't think there's anything wrong with um, bringing in Laporte for Ake if he just did want to do a straight swap but there just isn't that much upside for it but again Ake wasn't really getting that many attacking returns either then moving on to Liverpool then so they've been impressive as uh, as of late they had a good second half against Arsenal um, and then the 6-1 Leeds win was convincing um, to say the least really I did think that that was going to be a result uh, or a game to target but I didn't really expect them to score six so that was a really good victory for them um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, he got two assists and an 8.4 rating, playing in that um, more advanced sort of midfield role. Everyone's doing it now. Everyone's got fullbacks that join in the midfield. Uh, wingbacks were in a couple of years ago or last year, but it looks like all the rave is um, 
fullbacks that can cut inside now. Um, and Trent looked pretty good there. So, yeah, he's thriving in that new role and he got two assists. Um, he also assisted the game before against Arsenal. So it is really working out well for him. Um, and then a few other players that um, looked good from this game. You had Jota with 20 points, two goals and one assist. Gakpo with 10 points with a goal and an assist. And Salah with 13 points for getting two goals. Um, I had Salah. Salah was someone I brought in for Rashford, so I was really happy with that. But crazy to think you could have a player like Salah who gets two goals and you don't end up getting star man. So that was pretty crazy. Um, Nunes did come on off the bench and grab the other goal as well. Um, but it does look like Jota, Gakpo, Salah could be the uh, main front front lineup for Liverpool at the moment. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, he could be someone that's actually sparking some interest at the minute. Um, if I was going to take Ake out, could do a straight swap for Laporte. Trent is much more exciting and annoyingly I did take Trent out um, at the start of this month just because I didn't think that Liverpool's fixtures looked that great but they have really improved at the minute and this was before uh, Trent started playing in this more advanced role so I might have to bring him back in place of Ake that's something I'm thinking about at the minute Salah he's the one of the people that I'm going to say to target uh, it seems like he hasn't had as good of a season last season he got 31 goals and 15 assists and he's on 25 goals and 10 assists at the minute so he isn't that far behind um it just must be where Liverpool aren't playing as well this season that he doesn't seem to be doing as well uh Rashford so he is back now he's just come on um in the second half for Man United but I bought Salah in for him I think I'll be happy to keep Salah at the minute. With these fixtures coming up, I do think that he'll be scoring quite a few more points. So Forrest at home, West Ham away, Tottenham at home, and Fulham at home for the rest of April looks pretty good. And then it does look pretty good for the rest of May as well. So Brentford at home, Leicester away, Aston Villa at home, and then Southampton away on the last game of the season. So Southampton could be down for that one, potentially. Um, so I just think that Salah could fill his boots for this run. And with all these home games as well, um, three out of the next four are at home. I do think there could be a chance they do a bit better defensively, which is why it's looking like Trent could be a potentially good pick. Why they're not being that great in, at the back this season. Speaking of Trent again, actually, so he's got two goals and eight assists now this season. Um, and that's 10 attacking returns. So he's overtaken Trippier for having the most attacking returns of any defender on Dream Team. So normality is restored. Trent's right back up there. Gakpo, Darwin and Jota. They're the other people that look like quite exciting picks, but I just don't know which one I'd go for, to be honest with you. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of rotation there. So if you can get the right one, like Jota earlier in the week, there could be hauls there, but I just think you're asking for disappointment with potential rotation. Then on to Man United then, and it's not looking good. I just flicked over and had a little look at the result, and it's 3-0 to Sevilla late in the game at the minute. So it looks like they're going to have a surprise elimination from the uh, Europa League, which is disappointing. Um, Bruno was suspended for this game. Uh, Rashford and Shaw both started on the bench, but have come on at halftime. Um, just one change from the Forest game, where they did look really good, or Forest did look pretty bad, to be fair. Um, and that was Sabitzer for Bruno, who was suspended. Um, Deloy was playing at left back uh, with one Bissaka at right back. Um, Anthony, Anthony earlier in the week did impress me against Forrest, to be honest with you. He scored and was heavily involved um, and he assisted the Dallow goal as well. Dallow had a really good finish in that game from playing at left back. Um, so he could, pretty, he could be a pretty good option if he does start more often. But once again, Shaw is fit. So um, Shaw could either go straight back in at left back 
or we might just see Shaw coming in at centre-back as well because um, Shaw was playing at centre-back in a few games with Maguire earlier this season. So it'd be interesting to know whether Dello will keep his place at left-back and Shaw will go in at centre-back while they're struggling or whether Shaw will just go straight back in. So we'll have to wait and see how that one turns out. Um, I'll be waiting to see really whether Rashford can start two games in a row um, before I bring him in, I think. Um, with that injury, they might start to ease him back in. And they've got some really hard games now. They've got Brighton away. Uh, sorry, Brighton at Wembley in the FA Cup. Um, they'll have Tottenham away, Villa at home, and then Brighton away again. Uh, West Ham away as well follows up with that with the first game in May. So it's a tough run at that point. But then in May, it does get a little bit better. Wolves at home, Bournemouth away, and Fulham at home. But like I said, it's not looking good against Sevilla now. So that is going to change a lot of people's plans. They're going to have a lot less games now they're not progressing. Um, I mean, they could still turn it around, but it doesn't look like they will. So, yeah, with them being eliminated, I'd be interested to know if you've got a lot of Man United players, will you be keeping them um, now they don't have European football or potentially don't have European football? That is something that's going to be quite interesting to see and will probably be a bit of a bit of a game changer when it comes to the end of this season i'm not really going to recommend any defenders from man united at the minute and i know they are a really really popular defense um but obviously if they do miss out on europa league now they're going to have a lot less fixtures and quite honestly conceding three against Sevilla tonight or it could be more by the by the end of this video the low lindelof maguire wambasaka it just isn't the same as when they had martinez and Varane. It doesn't look as solid um so for me, I'm probably going to wait and see. The only time I might be interested is if Dallow continues to play at left back and is getting those attacking returns. But for the minute, I think I'm going to keep away. The only one that I do have is the Herring goal at the minute. But I still think that if Rashford gets to full fitness, I'll be looking to get him back in my team. It probably will be at the expense of maybe a Harry Kane though because I really am liking Salah and Haaland just has to stay there. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, I would still look to keep him. He's looked really, really good still. Um, and now Casemiro is back. Hopefully he can play a bit further forward again. You've got Ericsson as well there. So, yeah, as long as Bruno does keep playing a bit more further advanced, he should still keep getting those attacking returns. And he should be on penalties too. So I think he's a fairly good pick. Um, Anthony, I don't really feel comfortable recommending him, to be fair. But, like, eight goals, two assists. I'd put him on the watch list just because he did look so good against Nottingham Forest. And if he does click... He could be dangerous. Um, and as well, I did say, actually, I did put in my notes before recording this that if West Ham went out and Bowen ended up not playing European football, Anthony could be a good Bowen replacement. But it looks at the time of recording, it does look like West Ham are going to go through and Man United are going to go out. So we can scrap that one. Then on to West Ham. And I thought I'd just flick over and just see the latest score on that one. They're winning 5-2 on aggregate, 4-1. So West Ham are going to go through. Um, you've had a... Antonio goal with a bone assist. A Paqueta pen, which is quite surprising as I thought Ben Rama should have been taking that. He he is on the pitch as well. Um, Declan Rice grabbed a goal with a Paqueta assist. And then Antonio grabbed another goal with a Paqueta assist. So Paqueta with a goal and two assists. And Antonio with two goals at the minute. So West Ham really doing the business at home. Um, it's going to mess up my numbers a little bit. But I did say that Bowen impressed against Arsenal. Um, so he's he got a goal in that one. Um, he's got 11 goals and 8 assists so far. So I do think Bowen is a really good pick. Um, and maybe even Paqueta at the minute with all those attacking returns. I'm not normally keen on Antonio, to be honest with you. Uh, he's not someone that I'm going to be bringing in. But looks like he's doing the business again tonight. So yeah, Paqueta and Antonio, last minute inclusions while I'm filming this. But really, the only person I'd be looking at is Bowen at the moment. 
Um, Attack-wise, with these fixtures, so Bournemouth and Palace, they do look okay for attacking. Um, but Bournemouth and Crystal Palace have picked up their form recently, so I wouldn't be too keen on defenders at the minute. If I had to, I'd probably say Zuma just for attack and returns. I don't see many clean sheets in this run. Bournemouth, Liverpool, Crystal Palace and Man City. You've got West Ham defenders. I'd be worried, a bit worried about a battering against Liverpool and Manchester City. So I think I'd avoid the defenders at the minute. Um, but by all means, I think Bowen is a really, really good pick. And then I'm going to go on to Brighton. Um, and I've got this pretty little graph up here for you. Um, this is These are stats taken from fantasy football stuff. Um, and I repeat it every week at the minute. The only players I'm recommending really from Brighton are Matoma, March, McAllister. It feels like all anyone's ever compared all season for Brighton. Matoma, March, McAllister. Who are the best ones? Well, there's some interesting stats for you from FF stuff to compare them all. I won't go into it too much, but I do think it looks like Matoma is the best option at the minute. Um, but he is 19% owned in the top 1,000 compared to March at 2% and McAllister at 1%. Um, so Matoma is the the more popular pick. Um, I do think he's the more popular, uh, the more appealing player to me. Um, a couple notes from this Brighton um, game week. They had Ferguson who was injured in the last game and March assisted. Um, and as Ferguson was injured, and Cisco came on and scored an absolute weldy, so maybe he could rotate with Welbeck, but I wouldn't be looking to bring any of those in. Um, it's a bit of a mixed run, so Man United in that FA Cup game, Forest away, Wolves at home, and then Man United at home again. Um, so again, I think Brighton are pretty fixture-proof. They seem to score a ton of goals at the minute. I don't think the defence is that appealing. I don't really think you can go too wrong with picking any of these um, three M's. Matoma, March, McAllister. If you're enjoying the video so far, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel to get kept up to date with all the latest Sun Dream Team content. And if you're listening on Spotify as well, please do give us a follow on there. It does help the channel out massively. Um, we're going to come on to Arsenal then. So my team, we're having a little bit of a wobble at the minute. Um, a really disappointing result against West Ham, 2-2. Um, it wouldn't seem so bad in the context normally in the normal season, but... Now that we are right up there fighting it out with Manchester City, which I'd never thought we would be doing, a draw just feels so, so bad. Um, the draw in context against Liverpool felt quite bad as well because we were ahead and lost a 2-0 lead. And the same with West Ham. It looked like it was game over within the first 10 minutes and it just seemed like Arsenal got a bit too complacent. And yeah, a disappointing result all round really. So City must be the favourites at this point. Um, but that Man City game that we face... Um, Southampton at home first, Man City at home, uh, Man City away next week. That's going to be a real, real decider. Um, I'm not feeling too confident about it, but can you imagine? Can you imagine we get a win there? Um, so Arsenal looking poor at the back at the minute. Yeah, really struggling with holding. I don't really like the criticism of Tierney because I do think he's a really, really good fullback. But having holding and Tierney instead of Saliba and Zinchenko has been a bit of a downgrade and has really affected the way we've been building up, to be fair. Um, no clean sheets in the last five games as well. So, And it looks like Saliba's going to be ruled out now. Um, Arteta said today that he hasn't been progressing as they'd um, as quickly as they'd hoped. So, yeah, it, it looks like we're going to either be building, holding for that Man City game, unless Arteta's got something up his sleeve. Zinchenko didn't sound too serious, so we might see Zinchenko back in time for that one. But yeah, Saliba, it doesn't look good. 
Um, Southampton, so that fixture does look pretty good on paper. Southampton at home, they're bottom of the league. I think they're scoring the least amount of goals at the minute and they've got the worst defence. So Southampton does look like a good game. Hopefully Theo Walcott takes it easy on us. He's going to want us to win the league. Um, so if you have an Arsenal player at the minute um, in midfield, I think I still would keep him for this Southampton game. And I do think we probably can score against Manchester City, but it is that defence that I'm worried about. So I wouldn't want to have any Arsenal defenders at the minute. But I think if you've got Saka, despite his penalty miss, I'd be keeping hold of him still. He got a minus three against West Ham. Um, but Gabriel Jesus or Erdegaard, they've looked pretty good recently. So uh, Gabriel Jesus has got nine goals, seven assists this season. And he's got four goals in his last three games since he come back. So he's been on really, really good form. Might be a little bit of a concern that he could get rotated with um, Trossard or maybe even saved for that Man City game. But I do think this Southampton game is a must win. So I think we're going to be fielding our best possible lineup. Erdegaard grabbed the goal in that um, West Ham game as well. So he got goal and a star man, which was quite surprising. Um, and he's on 11 goals, 7 assists for the season. So, yeah, like I said, if you've got a Martinelli, an Erdegaard, Saka, Jesus, I probably would just keep him for this game week. Um, but I definitely wouldn't stick with any of the defenders, especially with Man City around the corner. So it's a double game week in this um, game week 31 for Arsenal. And then in the second game week, we just have one fixture, which is Chelsea at home. Now, Chelsea have looked really, really poor recently, but I just have a feeling that the game isn't going to be straightforward. It's going to be a tough one. So, yeah, I'm not feeling too confident about this. Maybe I'm a pessimistic Arsenal fan, but I think I'm just feeling the pressure at the minute in the title race. Then I'm going to mention Ollie Watkins from Aston Villa. Um, so he's just been on absolute fire at the minute. He isn't someone that I'd usually look for, but he's just on an incredible run of form at the minute. So Ollie Watkins, in the last game, um, against Newcastle, he hit the post, got an assist, got a goal disallowed, and then he scored two goals. So just a ridiculous performance from him. He's on fire. Um, and he made a comment after, um, I heard it on Match of the Day, that he's, he said he's not running the channels anymore. He's not battling against centre-backs anymore. Emery sort of just told him to run in behind. And now he's got 11 goals in 12 games. So yeah, he's on absolute fire. Um, Brentford away, Fulham at home, and Man United away. Some tough fixtures, Brentford, Man United, Fulham at home, but I still think he could carry on this runner form. He's probably the most informed striker at the minute, and I saw that he's got 15 goal involvements in his 16 games since the World Cup. So, the informed striker at the minute, and if you just are looking for a differential or you're chasing at the minute, he could be someone to look for. He doesn't quite have the fixtures in terms of volume but he could still be quite an exciting pick and someone different then i'm going to come on to spurs and newcastle so spurs at first again the only person i'm really going to recommend from spurs is harry kane he delivers in the big games and they have some big games coming up so newcastle away man united at home and liverpool away on paper these are horrible horrible fixtures to be honest with you um he scored though in the reverse fixture against newcastle and he scored two goals in his last three against Newcastle. So big game player, Harry Kane. Um, he could potentially still score in this one. Um, he scored one in his last three against Man United. And he scored two in his last three against Liverpool. Um, so despite these being really tough games, he does have quite good numbers against these sides. So he could still be a hold at the minute. Maybe if you've got him instead of Rashford or you, you were thinking about bringing Rashford in for Kane like I was. These, these numbers previously did sort of make me dub, double take it and maybe I will still stick with Kane. I'll have to wait and see. Newcastle on the other hand, um, 
We don't have Europe still, but I'm liking the look of Trippier um, for these games. So they have Tottenham at home, Everton away, and Southampton at home. And Newcastle have the least goals conceded in the Premier League at the minute. Um, they haven't looked the best at the back recently, but Everton and Southampton have scored the least and second least goals um, in the Premier League this season. So Everton scored the least amount of goals and Southampton has scored the second. Um, so that could be a nice balance there for getting some clean sheets potentially. And Trippier, um, he has been knocked down by Trent as the defender with the most attacking returns, but we know he is a star man magnet and gets a lot of ratings. So Trippier could be back on the cards for this run. Um, Spurs could be dangerous, but they haven't looked great this season. And I've just put here on the screen um, their previous head-to-head -head results, so you can have a little look at them. It's a bit of a mixture. On to my team updates then, and I'm recording at the same time the uh, Europa League games are going on. So De Gea is on five points here, but it might be slightly less now. Um, they were 3-0 down when I last checked. So five points from De Gea, no points from Akanji, minus one for Ake, and he got a hamstring injury for um, a little added bonus there. John Stone's got me eight points. He's been pretty good. He got a goal in that Leicester game. Bruno Fernandes on eight points. He's been impressive. De Bruyne again, seven points. Mares really disappointing. No points. And yeah, he hasn't been good at all recently. Saka minus three for missing the penalty. But I think I'm still going to stick with him. And Arteta said that he is still going to be on those penalties from now on. Um, up front, though, I've got Salah, who got me 13 points. Harry Kane, who blanked. And then Haaland, who got 20 points. Um, so not too displeased with this one. The main thing that was annoying about this game week was those City defensive points. It did look like they could get clean sheets in both of those games, but lost it right at the end. So that was the main disappointment. Mares, I've mentioned, he's on thin ice with me. Um, Saka, I'm going to keep. And then the front three, I think I'm fairly happy with it, unless I want to bring Rashford back. But overall, I'm not in too much of a rush to make any changes. Uh, the main person I'm going to be looking at is Ake with my last transfer. Um, so game week points, 57, give or take. Um, total points is on 2,147. The rank currently, it was at 1,030 and it is now 1,006. So around the 1k mark. I've got one transfer left and 0.5 in the bank. So I think I'm going to be looking to get Ake out of my team. Um, I was having a little look at this. So I, I can either go the safe route and go Ake to Laporte. Um, it's a little bit boring or I could go Ake to Trent Alexander-Arnold who is looking really good at the minute despite me taking him out earlier this uh, earlier this month I would be willing to get him back in and I think I might be looking to do it before the price changes so at the minute Trent's 5 million is predicted to rise to 0.2 and Ake's 4.9 million and predicted to fall by 0.1 and um, you can have a look at these price predictions on FF stuff again um, if it's accurate though if it's 100% accurate, and it normally is, um, I will have 5.3 million after taking Ake out, and Trent will be 5.2. So it's really quite tight. So I may be leaning towards just getting it done and doing it before the price changes. Um, Laporte is an okay option, but like I said, he's just lacking a little bit of upside. City are going to play uh, Man uh, Arsenal later this game week. So yeah, I'm just not... Not too sure about Laporte. I'm I'm fairly happy with this City defence, but Trent has been really, really appealing. So it's between Laporte and Trent for me for Ake. Um, and I think I'm leaning towards going with Trent at the moment. 
One other reason for that as well with um, Trent, I was having a look as well, and with Trent Alexander-Arnold, with them, their last two fixtures, they didn't keep clean sheets. And Trent has come away with 10 points from that. Whereas, obviously, with, with a Laporte, with an Ake, they don't get these clean sheet points. It doesn't really look like they're going to score points. Apart from Stones, he got an assist and a goal. But I don't think that's going to happen too regularly with Laporte. So, again, I think I'm going to be going for Trent Alexander-Arnold for Ake. Um, and then the only thing is there, I will be using all my transfers, so I won't be able to get Rashford back in if he's looking good. Um, but Salah, Kane, Haaland, as long as they stay fit, you can't be disappointed with that front three, to be honest. And then on my second best team then, so this one is on 2,111 points, 68 points for the game week. I have the full City block on this one. So Edison, Akanji, Diaz, Ake and Stones. Edison got the star man in that Bayern game once they finally updated the uh, the points. And Stone's got me eight points, but blanks or minuses for the rest of that City defence. Ake, that's going to be an easy swap. I think I'm just going to go with Laporte in this one, just because I want to complete the full City block on this one. So Ake to Laporte is an obvious one for me. Um, we've got De Bruyne in midfield, Bruno Fernandes and Grealish. Grealish, again, he's just chipping along with these points. He gets seems to get ratings every game now, so six points for him. Eight for Bruno and seven for De Bruyne. And I've got the same front three, Salah, Kane and Haaland up front. And I'll probably just keep that other transfer back, maybe to bring in Marcus Rashford if he's looking good, or just to fight any other injuries for the remainder of this month, because it does seem like a very popular month for injuries at the minute. So yeah, that's how my best two teams are lined up. Um, comment below, let us know how your teams are getting on at the minute. And by all means, drop a comment below as well with any transfer dilemmas you have. I'll do my best to try and uh, try and help you out where I can. That is everything for this episode. So thank you very much for watching. If you enjoyed the video, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel to get kept up to date with all the latest Sun Dream Team content. See you on the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.